Hello, I'm Radiobot QRM-42 Alpha, and my humanoid superiors insist that I resist the urge to do something far more productive, and inform you that you are listening to the podcast version of Athens 441. As if you didn't know that when you clicked on the icon. Honestly. Start the same music. The information to be transmitted starts as sound waves which travel through air. Here we go! You are now tuned into Athens 441. Now this program will be presented by Georgia Public Broadcasting. Doing a double duty, not only as an intro to this 100% electronic edition of Athens 441, but also as a send-off to the man who wrote that song, Michael Nesmith of the Monkees, who sadly passed away back in December. That was called Daily Night Leads from the 1967 album Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. 
one of the first pop releases, maybe even the first one, to use a Moog synthesizer. Uh, anyway, thanks to our pal Jeremy at Loyo Stuff Records for reminding us about that one. So, as I said, we're going to celebrate one of the coldest months of the calendar by playing tracks that will hopefully bring all kinds of digital warmth to the winter season, including a new side project from Parquet Court's bassist Sean Yeaton. We'll also hear a track from the Australian DJ and producer known as High. And author and journalist David Stubbs is going to talk with us about the new box set from Krautrock Legends, Popple Vu. But first, let's plug in this program with some new synth pop from System Exclusive.
are listening to Athens 441. Sean Yeaton moonlighting as Tight Ferrari here on Athens 441 with a track of the same name. Great video for that piece as well out there that you can catch on the Project's Bandcamp page, tightferrari.bandcamp.com. Uh, before that, some fairly traditional synth pop from System Exclusive. They are a duo. That was called Inline Online. It should be included on their debut long player. 
which should be out sometime in March, I believe. Uh, now, next up on the program, as we stay in the electronic groove throughout this episode, is some old-school synth-pop that's seeing the light of day again from Telex. Not much that was terribly Russian about that. <laughs> uh, Telex with Moscow Disco here on Athens 441. Originally released back in 1979 and now remastered and re-released on a career-spanning collection called This Is Telex. Most of their well-known material there as well as their cover of The Beat Goes On by Sonny and Cher. So <laughs> go figure. Now, don't forget we've got our conversation with journalist David Stubbs 
coming up. Uh, we're going to be talking about the new Popple Vu box set. And just to get you in the right mood for that, here's something from another Kraut Rock legend, Mr. Thomas Dinger.
if there ever was a musician who embodies the kraut rock ethic, it would have to be Thomas Stinger, who you just heard from there with the track of For Dich uh, from his 1982 solo album, For Mich, which uh, means to me, if I pronounce that correctly. Uh, Thomas was the drummer with the band Noi, who were in a lot of ways responsible for the hypnotic sort of rhythm that underpins a lot of this music, uh, but he was also part of the band La Dusseldorf, all of which you can read about in David Stubbs' book Future Days, Krautrock and the Building of Modern Germany, which came out back in 2014. We just received the latest box set from another set of Krautrock heavy hitters. I'm talking about Popol Vuh, uh, which was the brainchild of musician Florian Fricke, uh, second collection to be remastered and released from their catalog. This one's called Volume 2, Acoustic and Ambient Spheres. covers four records from their early 80s soundtrack period. And David was nice enough to chat with us about the band and some of this material. This is Happen 441. Hey, David, thanks for joining us here on Athens 441. Can you maybe start off by talking to us a little bit about Popol Vuh and where they fit into the history of German music? Well, Popol Vuh um, are one of a number of West German experimental groups um, who formed around the late 1960s and kind of basically got going about 1970. And they tend to be bracketed under the sort of moniker Krautrock, which a lot of them kind of resent because they're very, very diverse. But I think what these groups have in common is that they were all trying to um, establish a music that was kind of West German in origin, that was kind of formally different from the sort of Anglo-American blues-based stuff, which quite often as young musicians, they've been forced to play at like things like Air Force bases and dances and stuff like that, or they'd had sort of fed them through sort of imitation Beatles type groups. And I think it was a, I think precisely because they were coming of age and were the first generation to kind of um, get away from things like, you know, to be conscious of things like the Third Reich and those terrible sins. I think they were deeply conscious of wanting to have something that was kind of new and unspotted and West German in origin. Also, initially, um, because he was rather, he, he was a he was a man of means, was Florian Flicker, he was able to afford a Moog synthesizer. And with the assistance of his um, friend Frank Fiedler, who's a filmmaker, he got that going. And so that the first couple of albums make extensive use of the Moog synthesizer almost exclusively, which is... Which is um, which was unheard of, really, in music at the time. Oddly enough, the only per- other person doing that around that time was Stevie Wonder um, over in America with Music of My Mind and um, Talking Book and albums like that. So that's very exciting, and electronics are a great component of um, crowd rock because, again, you know, it's about there's a sense of futurism and it's a sense of exploring new textures, new elements, new forms, etc., which clearly electronic music can play a starring role in that. Um, he then, however, sort of renounced... Uh, the Moog synthesizer because he wanted the kind of the pure feel of the kind of grand piano and his music takes kind of a shift at that point. And would you say that one of the things that characterizes a lot of these bands is that in in many ways they're sort of very faceless, Uh, they don't sort of all focus around personalities, it's really about the vibe and and the sound of, of the music? Um, Jackie Liebertside, the drummer of Can, once put it very starkly, no furors. There was a deep consciousness of things like the sort of almost the rock, stadium rock type component of events like the Nuremberg rallies and the way the quite and the kind of dubious charisma that a single man up front can project. And if you look at a lot of, one of the great common things that's at the um, 
the crap that roots have, whether it's different as they are, whether it's Crabberg or Cal or Faust or any of these people, there is very little emphasis. You, you won't find inverted commas strong vocals, the big character up front. It's much more kind of communal. There's much stronger tendency towards the instrumental. It, it's kind of, you know, it's fertile in a different way. And again, it goes back to that thing of like trying to um, get away from the format of like, Anglo-American blues-based rock, where you've got the singer up front, the guitar to his side, and the drummer and the bass at the back, or whatever. And even though you mentioned that Florian Fricke eventually wound up renouncing synthesizers after a while, when we get to this box set, which focuses on the band's soundtrack work, they do kind of carry forward a lot of those electronic structures into this music, albeit with you know, more traditional instruments, don't they? Yes, I think so. Um, I, I think that um, there is a sense of ambience. There's also, you know, there's there's a sense of, well, you might, I don't know, you might call it kind of great height, as if the world is being surveyed from on high, you know, and there's this great kind of, sort of rather pious, ethereal quality to a lot of this music, and called chants and incantation. And it's almost like trying to kind of investigate all the kind of common elements of the great religions of the world and see if you can find this sort of ultimate spiritual meaning. So, yeah, so yeah, definitely. But yes, definitely, I suppose, a more textural approach, even if it's not being achieved on electronic instruments.
Hello, I'm Radiobot QRM-42 Alpha, and my humanoid superiors insist that I take time away from far more important tasks to remind you that you are listening to Athens 441. One wonders how much more tragically lazy they can get. Popovu here on Athens 441. That was called They Dance, They Laughed as of Old from the album Agape Agape Love Love released back in 1983 and it's now been remastered and included on the collection volume 2 Acoustic and Ambient Spheres uh, thanks again to David Stubbs for chatting with us about the band and his book on much of the music from uh, this particular period is called Future Days Kraut Rock in the Building of a Modern Germany speaking of Future Days this next artist on our all-electronic edition of the show appears to have a pretty promising future. This is High.
here on Athens 441, also known to her friends in Australia and elsewhere as Tennille Throssel. She's been getting a lot of attention with her DJ sets over in the UK. That was called Keep On Believing. She is a tipped to be a name to watch going forward. Uh, this is out on Mute Records, and you can keep up with her stuff over at facebook.com slash DJ. That's H-A-A-I-D-J. Uh, now, next up on the program, let's check out a couple of 21st century remixes, the first one being from the world of none other than King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Thank you. 
Athens, 441.
This is Henry at Superior Car Care, and when I'm not elbow deep in a Pontiac, I'm listening to Athens 441 on Georgia Public Broadcasting. That's right, and thanks to Henry over at Superior Car Care for not only keeping the electric tangerine on the road, but for also supporting the program oh these many years. You can find him at a 110 Florence Drive in Athens, Georgia, or via the telephone line at 706-316-1400. Now, you just heard from Totally Extinct Dinosaurs. They're remixing a band called L.A. Priest. The name of the track was Beginning, sort of a fitting title for the new year, uh, that one of my daughters turned us on to. Uh, before that was Peaches. Yeah, you remember her. With her take on the track Noi Butterfly 3000 by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Comes from a new collection of remixes that's about to be released uh, called Butterfly 3001. Where a whole host of well-known producers have their way with the band's Butterfly 3000 album. Uh, More about that at kinggizzard.bandcamp.com. And more about us at athens441.org. And catch up with any of the shows you may have missed in the past, as well as find your way to links to the podcast version of the program and all of our socials, including our Facebook page, where we just actually posted a link to a playlist that features virtually every track that we played in 2021. It's over 10 hours of music that doesn't feature any of our annoying interruptions. So all that and more, once again, via... Athens441.org A special thanks this week have to go out to our pal Todd Kelly who in a lot of ways helped come up with the idea for our all electronic music special so thanks to Todd. Haven't covered any synth wave yet on this episode and I think we found a good example of that particular genre from the soundtrack to the slasher bowling epic that is the film Gutter Balls Here's the title track to the movie from someone who refers to themselves, or at least at the time, referred to themselves as Gianni Rossi.
Athens 441 is a QRM production produced in Athens, Georgia for Georgia Public Broadcasting. Production facilities provided by WUGA. Our theme music is by Elf Power. To get in touch with us here at the program, visit us online at athens441.org.